0: We're not doing too badly for time. I just got, a, it's not a sermon this morning, it's just a few thoughts, really, to give at this time. Um, on this psalm, I'm going to nudge over this way slightly. Before I, before I go there, is this one working? Um, I want to give you something to think about. Um, who, if, if I was going to ask you things that you really don't like, I don't think it would take long um, for someone to say traffic jam. So my guess is we're in neutral agreement here that traffic jams are not a good thing. Um, stay with me on this. It's going somewhere. Um, Taunton, right? Has it become one massive, large traffic jam recently? I knew that was going to get reaction. Yes, it has. Sainsbury's. Don't go there. Don't get. I actually do, but just watch your timing. Um, and the trouble is with a traffic jam is you get in your car at five o'clock just to nip home. You know, all I wanted to do was just pop to the shop or pop home And you realise that 10,000 other people had exactly the same idea at exactly the same time and they're in your way. You're stuck and you look in your windows, out the windows of your car and you see all these other people and you think, if you just got out of the way, I could get to where I need to go. You're blocking my way forward. Now, the opposite to a traffic jam, as I was thinking about this, is a convoy. Have you ever been in a convoy? Now, these things are good. This is when you go on a journey, perhaps to on holiday or perhaps to um, uh, something like New Wine or to a football match and you go with friends and you all set off together and you all drive together and being in a convoy is really exciting. Do you remember that feeling? It's really, really good. You're whizzing along the roads and you see your friends are behind you and you see your friends in front and sometimes they overtake and they cheer and wave as they go past, and hoop the horn and off you go and you all stop together and get refreshment together and then you go on your way and the journey feels exciting because you're with people, you're with friends and you're going and sharing the same destination. The first one The other cars, it's like a traffic jam getting in your way. The other one, it is a joy to be journeying with people. Psalm 122, which Rona read, thank you. um, I think it's a picture, a wonderful picture of like an ancient convoy. It's a picture of a people who were committed to journeying together towards Jerusalem, towards the house of God. And in that time, in that day, God was present there in a very special way and they would journey through the countryside together to get there um, to worship him as family, as friends, as a tribe. They would journey together. It's part of a a, a series of Psalms, um, Psalm 120, Psalm 134, called the Songs of Ascent or the Pilgrim Psalms. They literally are the songs, we think, that people sang as they journeyed towards Jerusalem or sang when they were in there to sing of their great journey they had Together. And I believe one of the ways Jesus calls us to understand ourselves as church is as a people on a journey together. Could you bring up the PowerPoint, June? That would be really helpful. And so I want us to see this image that this psalm paints a people on a journey together, called together to come and follow Jesus come and head towards him to the place where he's calling us to to witness, to mission, to serve to worship as we journey together you see for some folk I think Christianity seems like this very private thing this is my religion and I go to church to kind of be well to get what I need but it's almost like everyone else here had the same idea and it's a little bit disappointing it's like what are you all doing here? this is my church I want to come and see Jesus Whereas I think, if we can turn that on its head, the way Jesus would have us understand is that it's fantastic when we all come together, when we all journey together, when we bustle in to worship. Because he was passionate about church. He was passionate about creating not just individuals, like little dots spread everywhere, but a people, a family. His family, his people, gathered in his name, filled with his spirit, united by his spirit, and following together on the journey of faith and mission, cheering each other on, tooting our horns, saying, come on, we can do this. And so, as we reflect on this psalm, and I've got four minutes to do this, um, I first want to give you that picture, that picture of us all journeying together. And then I want to give you three really simple words, and it might be that the Lord will speak to you about one of these in particular. Be listening for what God might want to say to you. And the first word is this, expectation. Because as we reflect on this psalm, we reflect on what was going on for these people, what kind of a journeying, moving people they were. And they were a people that were characterised, firstly, or this psalmist is, by expectation. I rejoiced, he said, when those, uh, I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. His friends had literally come and said to him, hey, you, let's go and seek the presence of God in his temple. Come on, let's do this. We can do this. God is good. Let's honour him let's go together and you can feel the anticipation of the psalmist the expectation the happiness in his response his heart filled with joy knowing that his friends are excited and passionate about God knowing that he's going to have them on the journey that he can encourage them they can encourage him and knowing also the destination is this special place where God is going to be present for them in the temple and then he says, our feet are now standing in your gates, Jerusalem. The first two verses are lovely. The excitement of setting off and then the moment where he arrives and you can imagine him stood up and looking. God, we've made it. We're actually here. Our feet are stood in the gates of Jerusalem. I wonder, do you come to church with expectation? Do you prepare your heart for what might be to come on a Sunday morning? Realising that no matter what Meg or Matt have prepared, Sometimes good, sometimes genuinely dreadful, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) The most amazing thing is God wants to meet with us. That God is going to meet with us when we gather in the name of Jesus. Move amongst us by his spirit. Together we're going to join voices and hearts in songs of adoration and worship and delight in Jesus together. Friends, I want to invite us all as a church to become a church and a people come with expectation into the worship and presence of God when we gather together, in whatever way that might be, on Sundays, in our groups, in our life groups, in other gatherings, knowing that he loves to speak, knowing that he promises to be with us when we gather in his name. And whoever you are this morning, however, you know, it may look very significant, I get all this attention on the stage, and that's an interesting and awkward thing, but it's, As I said, I'm so glad of the prayers, I can't tell you. Um, But every single one of you is just as significant as anyone on this stage who gets prayed for like that. Every single one of you is just as loved and just as important in God's plans and God's mission. And every single one of you can be more of an encouragement to this place than you realise. The way you speak, the way you share, the way you cheer even me on, let alone everybody else, and you just say, hey, that's great, yeah, God's going to speak... That was good. Keep going how you're doing. Let's pray together. Where God and speaking of God and speaking well of one another become the norm and easy and good and encouraging people full of expectation. Come on, let's worship him. Let's meet in his presence. I've just got time to do this, but I want to share with you a picture that Sylvia had. It's a beautiful picture and she emailed me this week. Peace and strength from the presence of Jesus. Just hear these words from Sylvia. I see Jesus sitting on the throne. He smiles. He steps down and opens his arms to take me to himself. Hello, precious one. Let's walk around the garden where the children are playing. They are carefree and safe in an environment where the angels are watching over them. They never take their eyes off the children. It's noisy, but at the same time peaceful. We walk along the river, And there are folk in obvious discomfort and pain, but the angels are attending them, and Jesus, as he passes by, touches them with love and concern. We come to a space where we sit and rest a while. He puts his arm around me, and peace and joy flood from his presence, telling me how delighted he is by this time with me, a moment when no words are needed, just peace and joy, and a surge of strength and confidence flowing to me, giving me complete confidence that all is well, no matter how it seems." And Sylvia finished the email with, God truly will bless all this coming day of worship together. It's beautiful insight for one person, the way they've seen and been encouraged by the presence of God, coming expectantly. Let us be a people who delight in the presence and worshipping together. I've not got time for these next two words, but I'm going to tell you what they are anyway. The first one is a people journeying together full of expectation The second one is commitment. He looks up to Jerusalem and he sees the path and he says that's where the tribes go up and back year after year, committed to the ways of God, committed to one another, walking the well-trodden paths to Jerusalem or the well-trodden paths of following their God and their King. And Jesus calls each of us this year to commit to the path of following him. To commit to one another, to commit to cheering one another on, to loving one another, but to commit to following the path that Jesus calls us. He didn't call us to just listen or to just absorb, but he called us to follow, to step up and walk. And that includes all of us. Don't just sit on the side and say, now's my time just to watch. All of us are called to follow and commit to following Jesus. This morning is a chance now, hello kids, good to see you, that we're going to recommit to that path in a moment. And I just want to ask you, is there something that you know you need to commit to this morning that you need to say right with God, yes? And I just want to say, is it membership, the way we commit to one another and loving and walking with one another, is it baptism for you? Has God been talking to you about this? If he has, if he has, if he has, then don't ignore him. Take this morning as an opportunity to say, yes, Lord, I will go and I'll come speak to Matt. Come speak to me. If you're afraid, I want to say to you, don't be afraid, come chat to me. Let's work it through, whatever it might be. But if you love Jesus, his command is to come and be baptised. Take that seriously and obey him, for that's what he calls us to do. And the the last word is this one, prayer. people journeying together full of expectation, full of commitment and full of prayer. They pray for Jerusalem and we are called to pray for our community here, our towns, our villages where we live too. But we're also called to pray for the sake of my family and friends, for one another as friends and family together. Would we be a people who would remember each other well in prayer? For we are a people together on a journey Preach Baptist Church. I'm not sure where Jesus is leading us this year, but hey, it's going to be exciting. We're going to follow. We'll discover it together. Um, Full of expectation, full of commitment, taking Jesus seriously, and full of prayer for our community and for one another. Some thoughts this morning from Psalm 122.